oh boy, there is no shortage of crazy going on right now across the United States and around the world. If you're paying attention to this stuff, even remotely close, it certainly feels like end times or at least the twilight zone. Hi, I'm Julie Barrett, and you're listening to the Women's Planning Podcast. Well, there is never a shortage of things to talk about, and today is no exception. There is a whole lot of crazy going on, and if I can be honest, my head is kind of spinning, and I'm really having a difficult time with some of the stuff that I'm seeing coming out on social media and through media and mainstream media and all the places that we're seeing news and current events. It is crazy. If you spend any time on Twitter, which that's kind of the social media platform, I probably spend the most time. It's insane to watch what's going on with people that I thought were really America first conservatives. We've talked about Donald Trump's endorsement of Dr. Oz, which is really creepy and weird to me. You've got a challenger to Dr. Oz, who I mentioned the other day. Her name is Kathy Barnett. And there is like a war between the Trump MAGA conservatives over the Dr. Oz and Kathy Barnett situation. And it's very crazy to watch. And it's almost like we've got the conservatives eating their own. And it's shocking. It's shocking to see what some of these people who I would have thought were always America first people that are compromising and endorsing this really sketchy dude in Dr. Oz. And Dr. Oz isn't the only one. There's some sketchy folks out there around the country that are being endorsed by Donald Trump and the people around him like Rick Grinnell is one that has said some things on Twitter that I have found very shocking and surprising. But when you kind of look at Rick Grinnell as a person, it's like you can, you know, he is part of the LGBTQ community. That's his deal. You do you, dude. But it shouldn't surprise us when someone with those world views thinks a little bit differently than we do on some of our most important, most conservative issues. And there have been a few others who are traditionally in Trump's circle of people that have been getting into little Twitter spats that have really been surprising to me and disappointing because I think what we're seeing right now with all of this, I'm not even going to call it division. I think what we're seeing happening is, you know, the wheat separating from the shaft and the path I, I've said this before, but it's like the path continues to get narrower and we're going to lose people along the way. And it's kind of sad to watch. And I think it's going to get harder. And what I'm seeing currently is you've got a lot of Republicans who are acting a lot like Democrats, who are voting like Democrats and who do not have the best interests of the American people. And it's really discouraging to watch. But I think we're going to see more of that. And I think people like myself, maybe if you're like me, you're starting to feel like none of these people are going to save us. None of these people are have our best interests 
at heart and they really are all kind of in the same bunch and it seems like there's really a limited number of people who are truly wanting to save America and have the best interests of the American people at heart. I think that's just discouraging that I would have thought it was more people. I would have hoped that it was the Republican Party at large, but it's not. And that's that's a tough pill to swallow. As we go into election season, we see these politicians who are actively trying to fundraise for their campaigns for this 2022 election. And that is the most important thing to them right now is is the money and making sure that they win their campaign or win their reelection. And it's really not about we the people. And we need to be really looking closely at what's happening. We really need to open our eyes. We can't just brush this stuff off as, well, that's politics. We've done that for so long. And now we're at this point in our nation and in our world that we're really going to lose it all if we don't wake up and if we don't start holding people to account and getting rid of some of these truly evil people. I mean, the, the amount of evil, I think that is probably what is disturbing me the most is that I just see evil everywhere I turn, there it is. And what I want to talk most about today is the vote on the Roe v. Wade codification bill that went through the Senate yesterday, and it died there. Uh, They did not get the majority that they needed. The vote was 51 nays to 49 yays. It was all of the Republicans and Democratic Senator Joe Manchin who voted against this bill. And we're, a lot of people are cheering victory for the pro-life movement on this bill. And, and it's true, it is. However, I'd like to shift and think about it in a different way. And that is that we had 49 United States senators vote to expand Roe v. Wade not to codify what currently exists in Roe v. Wade, but to expand it to all 50 states. Essentially what this bill does, and it's going to be linked in the show notes, so I want you to go read it. It's not that long. It's very disturbing, but you need to know what's in this bill. And I believe that Washington Senator Patty Murray is the author of this bill and she's very proud of it and as you read it it will i think regardless of if you fall on the pro-life pro-choice side of the abortion argument i really believe that you will be disturbed at the utter and complete disregard for human life what this bill does is it basically gives a woman the right to have an abortion at any stage of pregnancy and for any reason. It's not anything about safe, legal, and rare. It has no guardrails on abortion. I know there are many people on the pro-choice side that believe that abortion should have guardrails. It should be, you know, 15 weeks or or earlier or 12 weeks or earlier, but it's not most people, the majority of people do not believe that abortion should be just a free-for-all where you can have an abortion at any time during pregnancy and for any reason. People do not support abortion as birth control. And what we see here in what the Democrats did, they had an opportunity to codify Roe v. Wade. Had they actually 
taken Roe v. Wade for what it is and tried to pass that through the Senate. Joe Manchin even says he would have voted for that. That's what he was prepared to pass. But he didn't because the bill that they put in front of him was a huge expansion on Roe v. Wade. So I'm going to play a clip from uh, Joe, Senator Joe Manchin before the vote yesterday. I want you to hear this. I think we all know why we're here today, and, and uh, I want to explain my position. Uh, abortion to each one of us is very near and dear to us. It's personal. It's extremely political. And today what we're going to have is a piece of legislation in front of us. It is not what I was hoping for and what I expected. Uh, I was hopeful and I was a little bit, uh, I was waiting. You kept asking me questions. When are you going to make a decision? I've made a decision. I know where I've always stood. I was hopeful that the Democratic Party, having control of the agenda, would put a piece of legislation forward that would really codify Roe v. Wade. 70% of the American public wants Roe v. Wade to be codified, as has been precedent in law for 50 years. To me, that would be the reasonable, rational thing to do. The bill we have today to vote on, the Women's Health Protection Act, and I respect people who support, but don't make no mistake, it is not Roe v. Wade codification. It's an expansion. It wipes 500, 500 state laws off the books. It expands abortion. And with that, that's not where we are today. We should not be dividing this country further than we're already divided. And it's, it's really the, the, the politics of Congress that's dividing the country. It's not the people. They, they're telling us what they want. And uh, it's just disappointing that uh, we're going to be voting on a piece of legislation, which I will not vote for today. He's absolutely right. This is not what the American people want. There is a fringe group on the far radical left that want to be able to murder babies at any time all the way up until birth, and in some cases after birth. And so it's interesting to me that the Democrats had an opportunity to pass the bill if they had done it, you know, in act the way that Senator Manchin said. So why didn't they do that? Why did they push through this radical bill to expand Roe v. Wade? They had to have known that they had to count for sure that the Republicans would not have been on board with this. And they needed 60 votes to get this through. So they knew that it wouldn't go through. There's got to be a strategy behind their idea of this radical proposing such a radical bill that they knew wouldn't get passed. I mean, I would think that they know they're not, they're crazy, but I don't think they're stupid. I mean, look how far that they've gotten us into the ditch. So that leaves me to wonder, what is the strategy behind this? Is it merely a distraction? I mean, there's plenty of things to distract from. We have the $40 billion that Congress wants to send to Ukraine that was voted for on uh, Tuesday night. We have a shortage of baby formula in our country because the FDA shut down one of the major manufacturers of baby formula. We have a huge crisis at our southern border. Our government is prioritizing illegal immigrants ahead of American citizens. We have inflation at record highs. We have people's retirement accounts that are losing, taking a huge hit. What else? I could go on and on, but off the top of my head, those are the biggest things that we are dealing with in our country right now. There are plenty of things for the government to distract us from, including what's going on with the World Health Organization later this month and the vote to allow the, the WHO to be the governing body for world health 
issues. And this is a huge deal. I'm not going to go into it today. I'm not prepared for that, but that's something that we will talk about. And I will bring that in a, in an episode here in the next day or two, but there's a lot of things that they want to distract us from. So it could be that it could also be that it gives the radical left more reason to riot and protest. If they still have this need to protect women's birthing person's rights to choose when they have a baby, which I don't understand why they're using that, that they need abortion to be able to choose when they have a baby, but um, more stupidity. Are they using this argument to allow them to do the summer rioting and protesting ahead of the election? That could be, I think there are a number of different reasons we are seeing them use this strategy and it will be interesting, albeit scary, (laughs) to see how this plays out over the coming weeks and months because I think we are going to see a huge rise in chaos and violence and division in our country. And I want to encourage you to really use discernment during this time As crazy as things seem, and they are crazy, I feel grateful that I'm able to see it. If nothing else has happened during these last two years, I feel that my eyes have been opened. And I was driving down the street yesterday and I noticed a person that was walking out in the, it was a sunny day here and walking alone by themselves with a mask on. And my initial reaction when I see something like that is, oh, how stupid can you be? But I caught myself and I thought, thank God that my eyes are open and that my eyes have been open since day one with this whole COVID thing. And I look at someone like that and I I tell myself, after I caught myself yesterday, I was telling myself, okay, every time you see someone wearing a mask, walking around outside or anywhere wearing a mask, say thank you. Be grateful that God has opened your eyes to what is actually going on and that you're not living in fear and being brainwashed by the government and the elites. We who are seeing through everything that's going on, we're fortunate and I think we are, we're in the minority, but we also have an opportunity to wake up our friends. And so part of me doing this podcast is trying to share this information that people who aren't digging into this stuff on a daily basis are going to miss. But maybe you're listening to my podcast because you can relate to me as a mom and a political outsider, and it's an easy way to get current events. And so if you're listening to me and people like me, maybe maybe we're helping you open your eyes to things that you're not seeing in your daily news feed. And hopefully you can share this information in whatever form you desire with your friends who need to be woken up. So we've really got an opportunity here that our eyes are open. Why is that? Why did God choose us to be awake to what's going on? Well, he chose us for a purpose. And so let's go live out our purpose. Let's wake other people up. Let's share the reality. Let's share the facts. And we can do it in a respectful, loving way, but we also have to stand firm. There is evil all around us. And if we don't stand firm and stand rooted in the truth, the truth being God's word, and the truth that God continues to show us day in and day out, we're not living out our purpose. So my encouragement to you today is if your eyes are open, if you're awake, use that as an opportunity to wake up someone else in your circle. I am seeing 
people in our family that are starting to come around to what's going on and they're starting to see the light and it's really encouraging me. So I hope that encourages you today. I want you to go look at the links that I'm putting in the notes because it's important that we are aware of what how these bills read so that we can share them with other people and inform other people and so that we can contact our own representatives and tell them that we want them to vote no, but also so that when you are engaging with people on the other side or who who are buying into this argument from the left, that you have all the facts and that you can have an educated debate with the other side. So please go look at those. Please share the podcast with people that you think need to hear what's going on. I would really appreciate that. And if you have feedback or if you have a topic that you'd like for me to discuss, please reach out to me. All of the ways to connect with me are also in the notes. And if you haven't already done so, would you please like and subscribe to the podcast? I would certainly appreciate it. And I will see you again next time. 